0: Let's begin. Listeners, I'm excited to have joined up with Michael Janstup, pretty much just the way it sounds. He's the Chief Marketing Officer for AltaSource. So excited to have me here at the Lenders One Conference with you and get a chance with me.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to meet you as well.
0: And now also sitting down with Josh Tate, who's the co founder and CEO of Forum Pay. And this is an exciting new relationship as it relates to AltaSource. Having to do a cryptocurrency, Josh. So I'm really excited. First of all, if you could explain to the listening audience how this came together, why the partnership, and how is it that you picked Forum Pay? to be the partner. Forum
1: pay has an affiliated relationship with Altasource and we were introduced and we thought it'd be a really great fit for all these people that have cryptocurrency as part of their investment portfolios to be able to use that in real estate transactions. And we were discussing with Josh and Forum pay like how could we make this happen in the real estate space cuz cryptocurrency was blowing up all over the place. This was back in 2020, I think, Josh. Correct. And and we were thinking like there's all this money in real estate, people should be diversifying, or in in cryptocurrency, they should be diversifying into real estate. And I came up with this phrase called convert to dirt. Convert to dirt. Yeah, I love it. But in in reality, we found that a lot of cryptocurrency investors were really more invested in cryptocurrency and, and being interested in other cryptocurrencies. And today, when we think about the relationship, we think about all these millions of wallets out there that just have cryptocurrency in them. And how can we enable those people to use those funds in a real estate transaction when they're ready to make. And Josh has been working with all sorts of real estate buyers on his side and other companies across the globe where people are using cryptocurrency to buy real estate and using foreign pay to convert that cryptocurrency into dollars that are going into escrow. And so we thought it would be a great way to cross promote each other and work together so that we could work with investors that are buying distressed properties or home buyers that have some crypto or a lot of crypto, how they can use that as funds for a real estate transaction whether they're buying that property outright or at a Lenders One conference, is like, how do they use that as part of their down payment? for an originated loan.
0: Wow, and there's a lot of questions that start popping up, I'll start asking in just a minute about that, because I've studied the crypto, I listen to a lot of podcasts, as a podcaster I listen to a lot of podcasts, some of my favorite ones are on the crypto, because it's understanding it and how that fits into the real estate market is really important. But Josh, tell us a little bit about the company, you're the co-founder of it,
2: so when did this start? We started the concept of forum pay probably around four years ago, mostly, trying to figure out how to make crypto interoperable amongst other types of currency. despite what the particular industry might be, allowing any crypto holder anywhere in the world to be able to leverage that crypto to make purchase for everyday goods and services. The partnership with Blenders One is great because there's a lot of times that people will introduce me to verticals or industries where foreign pay is applicable that we may not have even really discovered or opened up yet. So we had fairly significant presence in real estate or in other payment processing environments, traditional credit card-like environments. But the key was really allowing the crypto consumer to be able to use their crypto to pay, but whereby the person receiving those funds, the merchant, the title company, the seller of whatever particular goods and services are, to receive what they expected out of the transaction. So an instant price determination between crypto and fiat or cash At the moment, the two people come together for the purchase and the sale of a particular goods or services is what Pay was founded upon. So interoperability amongst crypto, fiat, blockchains, and the like very interesting
0: now one of the things that i read that was an objection or was one of the things that had to be overcome and just before we got on set you and i were talking a bit earlier and it says we've taken all the risk that's there that it's some of the confusion so i can't wait to get into it but one of the issues was like it we have wet and dry states one in a wet state the borrower comes to the table with funds and they're exchanged and done right on the spot in a dry state a buyer may come in, pay down, and the seller not come in for two, three days, or another day, and at another time, and then it won't close, and the actual settlement of funds doesn't happen until after for a period of time. During that time, the value of the crypto currency could move around, and that was one of the issues that was going on, especially when it comes to more of the dry fundings, where there was a period of time where what could happen to the value? What if it fell precipitously, or because there's something?
2: some volatility to all this so how are you taking the risk out of it despite what type of transaction it is we de-risk and de-volatile if you will the cryptocurrency at the time any payments being made okay so for a down payment whether it's in a watt or a dry state or for funds at closing you're effectively getting the fiat dollar amount that's to be received is being received we're converting instantly the crypto into those fiat funds at the time that payment is being made. So as
0: soon as the transfer happens, when they put the transfer, when, when they go in, so let's say it is a dry state and there's a delay, when they put that into es- escrow, then it's converted to dollars at that point. So no matter when the closing may happen, the fiat, normal dollars, Greenbacks that are sitting in that account, there's no change in, we hope there's no change in the value of that.
1: Right, yeah. well, the dollar's going to stay the dollar, right? The yeah. dollar's going to so, stay the dollar. And the escrow company wants the dollar, they're not looking to get the cryptocurrency itself. And so the service that Foreign Pay does, really setting that exchange rate, in your point, like when you're putting that money into escrow, if you're just going to your bank and you're wiring dollars, it doesn't matter if it's the week before or the hour or the day before, as long as that money's in the escrow account. And it's the same thing with Foreign Pay, except with that volatility, as the crypto owner, you might wait a day and see if it goes up. Or you might wait right. two days and see if it goes up. And if it's starting to slide, you might say, hey, I want to do it right now. And it gives you the ability to the market a little bit as well. As the user, not on the form pay side, right. they're just giving you what the exchange rate is at that point when you're converting it into fiat and then it's being wired into escrow. In the end, your escrow company gets the exact amount of dollars that are needed to close, and it closes in cash, not crypto.
0: Is there another side of the transaction afterwards? If one wants to go back out, let's say there's excess funds, they want to transfer that back out of there and flip it into back into crypto. Do you accommodate that?
2: Sure. We can always facilitate the, the, the repurchase bi- bi-directional. Of the crypto.
0: bi-directional. Yep. right, good. That's fascinating. So what is the big picture? So walk us through first a the transaction, then where I'm going to go is how many people are going to start using this? Is this just a... Tangential
2: type. You know, I mean, it's, I think on the side of moderate interest, or is this a growing interest? Can't wait to hear. I think the, one of the most interesting statistics that came out about specifically first-time homebuyers in real estate is that 11.6 percent of first-time homebuyers in 2021 use their crypto holdings Are you to make serious? the down payment. Are you serious? I didn't realize it was that high. Yeah. That's roughly
1: three hundred thousand people in the U.S. And then that was a twenty twenty two study by Redfin, and they were looking at just at first time home buyers. And so that was about thirty percent of the home buyers and were first time home buyers. So that doesn't even take into account any of the other seventy percent, whether they were using cryptocurrency or not. And that they're not buying these homes outright. It just means that they use it as part of their purchase. But it shows that there is activity, and a lot of those people probably just sold their crypto and had it put in their bank account and said, hey, honey, we made some money on crypto. Let's go buy a house. And one of the big statistics we see today and one of the things that Justin talked about on the main stage this morning was that there's 4 million plus wallets out there that have between 0.1 Bitcoin and 10 Bitcoin. And that's from two, roughly about $2,200 to $220,000. And that's a lot of down
0: payments. That's a lot of down payments.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So very exciting. I'm, I'm so, Looking at the size and the scope, is there any projections on the growth of crypto as it relates to real estate transactions? Any studies on that you've come across?
2: At Pay, we're already seeing the growth. We started in just doing traditional cash closing with respect to real estate probably six to eight months ago. And we've seen month on month double the amount of transactions that we see come through requested to be done in crypto. Now prior to our partnership with Lenders1 we were typically just doing that in a cash close again right and they were typically higher value transactions our partnership with Lenders1 meant really expanding that product and the ability to bring that product to market into the actual lending brokerage mortgage space which is where we're pulling those statistics from that's the underserved market right. people desperately need to have access to spend their crypto the way that they want to spend it from the trusted resource that they have. We allow a consumer, a buyer, if you will, to be able to use whatever crypto wallet they want. There's nothing special that they have to do. And be able to send the payment as easy, if not, I would argue, easier, easier than, than they much. would send a wire. A, a yeah. Yeah. so
0: That's really fascinating. And then when you start looking at the growth, like some of the statistics that the NBA is putting out right now, that the millennials, which is where a lot of the crypto part of the market, where they more crypto owners of a cryptocurrency in the Millennials and Gen Zers than there are. Now, granted, it, it covers all demographic age groups you could ever want for certain but I see that this would be something as that we need to be paying attention to as we see the growth rate of millennials going into home ownership they're right now sitting at about 28 29 percent if I have the statistics great. normally for us I'm a baby boomer we were at the same age as the millennials and gen zers are we had as much as a 60 percent I bought my first home when I was 24 years old and we look at the amount they put off the biggest purchase of their lives so I'm seeing the growth potential, which is one of the reasons I'm still bullish, I don't care where interest rates go, about the mortgage industry. and I think it's just we've got this large demographic group that's going to be buying homes. It's logical. I it would seem to be logical, Josh, that we're going to see a lot of them wanting to use crypto for these closings. So I would think that this is a growth part of the industry and people need to pay attention to it.
2: I think we're just seeing the beginning of it now and in the relationship with lenders one and actually bringing it into a mortgage environment is a major next step in being able to do that. That population's wealth in that specific asset category is growing. Okay. So it's going to become a significant portion of their wealth. So if you talk about as you grow older and purchase more homes and have a lot of a lot more of your net worth wrapped up in real estate and your equity in real estate, so is this particular demographic in crypto. And they're going to want to be able to move interoperably between cash and crypto. And that's what we're facilitating them doing specifically with respect to real estate. So Michael, anything you want to add to what he's just saying about the trends? I think
1: it just makes it easier for people to transact because you might have different investments, right? People have their 401ks. You might be investing in real estate. You might have some investments in cryptocurrency. You might have most of your investments in cryptocurrency or one of these others. You might have cash in the bank in a savings account, one of these high interest rate or savings accounts that are getting almost 4% right now. And when you need funds to do anything, whether that's buy a car or take a trip or buy real estate, You want to tap into those funds and you want the option to be able to use those different funds in different ways. And right now, when you think about a mortgage that's being originated in the underwriting process, the source of those funds is very important if you want to get that mortgage approved. And so if you have a bunch of cryptocurrency in your account and you want to close on a property this month and you try and sell that cryptocurrency for cash, it gets ACH into your bank account, but it's not seasoned funds. Right. So whether you want to do the entire down payment in crypto or 50-50 in cash and crypto, the forum pay option is amazing because what you can do is you can say, okay, I want to do 50-50 on this closing for my down payment and you need 80 grand. I'm going to wire in 40. And I'm going to send $40,000 worth of Bitcoin or Ethereum or
0: yeah. that know, was just Tether go or something like yeah.
1: that over to Foreign Pay. They convert it into cash and it gets wired in. As long as you had that crypto in your account for the 60 days, it's looked at as seasoned funds by the GSEs so that That's those are right. legitimate funds for your real estate purchase as long as you've held them for 60 days and it needs to be wired into a US bank account and converted to dollars for that mortgage. And Foreign Pay provides that exact process. And then the escrow company has the US bank account that's being transferred into, so you fit all those, you check all those boxes that are required, so that in the end, you needed the 80 grand into escrow, 40 came from cash, 40 came from crypto, But the 40 from crypto is turned into cash, so it's 80 in cash. It closes, you have a conforming mortgage, or you do it in a different way. But it provides that efficiency and ability for people to leverage the funds they have in different places.
0: Does this take any thinking of the process? And there's fraud that's going on where people get told to send funds to a different particular escrow company and it's a fraudulent account, the money disappears, it's out of the country and it's gone. This really doesn't solve that risk because you're taking the transaction to the bank, you're converting the crypto and putting it in the bank. They still have to be careful And as diligent as ever to make sure that the money that are wiring from the bank into that. Is there any way that crypto can help in that? Or is there any further, you could move further along the process so we can take out some of that risk?
2: Crypto can do a lot, or the blockchain rather, can do a lot of of security functions that you cannot do with fiat or dollars. So there's a lot of things that you can do with crypto in tracking the particular wallets that the crypto's, be had been held Mm. in in terms of a source of funds issue so you can look into the history of when that bitcoin was first mined in it in every wallet that it's been in ever since so from that perspective it is an infallible ledger of where that money has been throughout its life cycle which is pretty amazing the other part is that when foreign pay is converting those funds the consumer literally is getting an instruction just like you would send someone and say here are the wire instructions into the title company they're saying or if you're paying in crypto Here's your here's your crypto instruct your forum pay instructions. Yes, they're scanning a QR code. Those funds are then being sent to a very specific blockchain address. That blockchain address is a unique blockchain address for every single transaction that forum pay performs. So it's always unique. This actually could start solving
0: some of that risk then. Yeah. That's inherent to the way we are traditionally doing this. That's fascinating, Michael. You brought up Ethereum and the various forms of crypto that's out there. How are you handling that? You can handle all the different forms,
2: virtually any cryptocurrency that has a market value. Anything that. Okay, (laughs) good,
0: good. That's fascinating. I'm so grateful that we had a chance to sit down and talk about this. Michael, I want to have you back on because one of my favorite topics is marketing. You're the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer at AltaSource. I want to have you back on to talk about some of the trends in marketing and some of the things that are happening. I'm thinking of ChatGPT right now is catching the industry. It's catching the world by storm. It's probably one of the most searched terms I'm playing around with it. I just got to ask a question, does ChatGPT have anything to play in this world that we're talking about right now with technology?
1: I think it does for many information standpoint and being able to create the educational materials that that people need to understand the process because it's not rocket science, but in the end, your average person doesn't think, okay, how does this money get transferred into dollars and gets wired into this escrow account? People are insurance agents and they're managers at restaurants and they live their life and they don't think about how this stuff works. It's the same thing in the whole housing industry. It's not rocket science, but if you don't think about it every day, you don't know how it works. And so something like chat GPT can come up with different ways that, uh, different types of individuals can understand the education and just the process to make them feel more comfortable with entering the real estate market and understanding the benefits of owning real estate over or as at least part of the diversification of an investment portfolio. It enables a way to get more information to more people in different ways that that they can consume that information. And we're only like scratching the surface on where it's going.
0: This is probably one of the most exciting things. I'm 72 years old. My co-host so my podcast here is Mark Hellman. He's 72. We are obsessed with this. We're doing a series of podcasts on where this could all go. Michael, thank you so much for encouraging me or making the introduction to Josh. I've just been thrilled to have you here.
1: And yeah, there's something we're super excited about. Thanks for having us on. Yeah,
0: what an honor. Thank you so much, both of you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, David. You really bet. appreciate Josh. it. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate Pleasure. it. You bet.